Alright, you start and say something. Oh, why am I gonna start? I'm I'm uh I'm recovering from yeah. the wedding. Yeah, we we are on the road at the moment. You probably hear the background noise, so sorry about the audio quality today, but we had a wedding to go to this weekend. It was really fun. I think both of us are a little low energy. Yeah, I died. But yeah. <laughs> we uh you know, we I don't think we could do the podcast tomorrow. Um, so we just figured that while we're driving to go pick up the kiddos, we could just do a podcast. And I mean, not a whole lot's been going on, so it's not, we don't have a whole lot of information to dive into. Yeah, and that's why, obviously, we are not doing it weekly or haven't been, but there just hasn't been much new going on, you know, kind of same old Which is good, because a lot of times on, on the homestead, if there's not a lot going on that typically means that things are going pretty smooth yeah and I feel like things are pretty smooth we can talk about some of the issues that we're having right now but yeah definitely well I think the one big update that we haven't talked about is tank have we talked (coughs) about tank we talked that we were gonna go get him okay well we We got him we did not know his name was tank okay so tank is the ram that Nate went up and drove what three hours away to get three hours and one ticket from virginia's finest state troopers <laughs> yeah yeah got a little souvenir uh on the way home but tank and nate made it back safely he is even bigger than i expected him to be which I mean, is we could barely get him in the dog box mm-hmm. you know and if i hadn't brought um the dog catch bowl I don't know what we were going to do. Because, um, you know, we got it from an an, El, an older man. is a pastor out in Elkton. Um, if anyone's looking to buy, you know, other sheep too, you can always message me and I can get, you know, it, it, you can go get them in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, really nice dude. Liked him a lot. Liked his setup a lot. He's fairly new to the um, sheep game. So I feel like we, me and him both kind of started our flocks about the same time, or he might be a year ahead of me, but, um, yeah, I mean, his sheep on average were bigger than ours. I liked what I saw while I was there and I don't know, it's always nice going to see another farm and seeing how they do things and the difference and we exchanged ideas and, um, he goes, so I guess I didn't tell you. He goes with his family to the Outer Banks every year, and oh, so yeah. when he comes down, he wants to go out for, like, dinner or something down Oh, there. cool. So, we'll, we'll do that. But, uh, so, yeah, we got Tank. Um, gosh, he's got to be pushing 300 pounds. <laughs> it is a big boy, and pictures do not do him justice. Like, they keep trying to get a good picture of him, like, next to our girls, but you just, you got to be here. He's just thick and meaty. See that? No. You didn't see it. What was that? This is a giant groundhog running oh. in the middle of the field. <laughs> wow. Sorry, he just suddenly pointed out into the field and I didn't know what he was doing. But yeah, so he's doing good. He I mean he integrated into the flock immediately. Like you he had no problem. All the girls like him. He likes all the girls. He really loves Goaty the most, which yeah. she's our favorite too, so I don't blame him. Yeah, he is figuring things out. He's gotten shocked a couple times and well, because he didn't know he about electric yeah, fence. Yeah, he was not electric trained. How? What kind of fencing did they have? They had like, I mean, it was like woven wire, but it was, you know, tight. Yeah. It was everywhere. It was a lot of money. A lot of mm-hmm. money in fencing. 
Um, and obviously, we don't like permanent fencing mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, you know, that's what he had, and he had really nice, like, his grass was like straight grass, no weeds or nothing. Oh, but wow. I feel like there's a lot of added benefit to having like a pasture that's, that's got some mixture in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a little variety. Yeah, and it's natural, and I mean, the your natural grasses are going to want to grow. It, they're natural to the, to the habitat that you're in. So yeah. it's like, you know, there's no point in spending all this money to try to fight off all these things to get that lawn and garden front yard picture. Yeah. You know, for us. Anyway, for oh, a pasture. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah. yeah. And um, so he's moving around. He got used to the electricity pretty quick. And yeah. Gotta have to move them today again move all of the sheep yeah everybody's got to move today um so other than that we got him we are realizing that we need to um separate our meat chickens we need we got two they're getting too big yeah so we need to half them right our first batch was a really small batch it was just 11 chickens so obviously they were totally fine in the giant chicken tractor (coughs) but now we have around 80 and they still have a little less than a month to go and it's just very clear that they are going to run out of room in there very quickly because i mean it's hard to guess how big because it's a huge tractor um but we will definitely be splitting them up yeah and i mean i originally i thought that that's what i was gonna do yeah but they all were working really well in there when they were a little more you know smaller Mm -hmm. but i mean we we knew we were gonna need to build more tractors and everything and then we're so just we've just been so backed up with everything and so hopefully we can get two new ones built this week yeah lofty goal yeah well just the timing worked out weird um because we also have the newest batch of chicks so we have the teenage birds and then um these ones that we got i guess like two weeks ago now and you know we're of course running into the issue we knew we would of them outgrowing the brooder really really fast because it's so many of them and they just grow so fast so we also need a another chicken tractor for them to go into asap so nate has all the stuff pretty much um so he's going to try and build two at the same time right yeah pretty much i just need to get the um the roofing panel um and I need to order them and hopefully I can get them pretty quickly. But like we use the roofing panels we use reflect the heat and the sunlight mm-hmm. really well. So and also like, I didn't even think about this until my buddy Randy was telling me, like, with with it the glare coming off of it like that everywhere, like that also like can mess up like hawks or whatever who are trying to look oh, in on it. True, I never thought about that. Because they're looking at it from above and mm-hmm. that's where the glare is shooting off. Cool. So, so yeah, I just got to order some more roofing panels, um, and then yeah, button it all together. Yeah, a lot, a lot of building coming up and getting the white rocks all moved and stuff. Yeah, they gotta be. We've known about that. It's just. And what are we ever gonna do with your three? We're gonna put them back in the or into the big chicken castle. Hmm. Yeah, I have three chicks that had. 
I don't even know how old they are. It's hard to keep track. But from our very last batch of eggs that we hatched in the incubator from our chickens, if that makes sense, like our mixes, I have three um, that literally just like roam around. They're like free range chicks roaming around. Um, but now they're getting bigger, so I'm gonna put them in the big girl coop. Well, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see what all happens, but um, they haven't really like, so the reason, the big reason in my mind that we don't let all the chickens free range, the two reasons is the predators around and obviously there's other chickens want to just get in your garden. Yeah. But these three, they don't, they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're staying really close to home. Every so often I see them kind of wander a little bit further. Um, because they think that the little breeding coop is their home. Like that's their, yeah, their, that's their area. Yeah, it's their area. So they just kind of stick around there. Um, yeah. And I mean, just another thing on the list, if I can finish building that fence, like I don't mind letting all the big chickens out to free range for like, you know, half the day or something. It's when like you let them out like when we keep the door open I feel like is when they get into trouble because then they're like out there for so long and they just have like more time to like get into mischief and lay eggs lay eggs other places <laughs> go into the neighbors yeah All, basically they just do everything we don't want them to do yes yes but I think I, I'm sure I talked about it but I extended their run a little bit um and our brush our two little breast chicks are out um outside now I don't know if I said that but they're outside doing really well they're really good at foraging which is really cool um yeah and we're still not sure if they are two roosters or a rooster and a hen uh, I, I'm still thinking two roosters but I think they both look different so yeah they do look different but I don't know I can't tell if it's different enough but we'll see time will only tell yeah um and then we have to take care of, we have our first cases of Bumblefoot. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I'm blocking that out of my mind right now. And it's only with, it's with the same breed of chicken, so it's weird. Yeah. So, Bumblefoot is like a really, really common foot infection, I guess. It's like an abscess. And it, because it's an abscess, it kind of makes the their foot look like a circle, like a bubble or something. Yeah, which is why you thought it was bubble. Foot. I, yeah, I literally I thought it was bubble foot. Like I even corrected him. I was like, it's not bumble, it's bubble, but I was actually wrong. So we are going to try and heal that. Um, we've been looking at a lot of YouTube videos and stuff and um, trying to find the most painless, easy way to deal with it. Yeah, because it's not just gonna, you know, it's not gonna go away. So it's something that we gotta address now that we're back in town because we did we noticed it right before we went out of town yeah like like an hour before we left and it was like oh they're not limping or they're not showing you know signs and it wasn't super bad like it's noticeable but like some of the pictures that you can find on the internet it it compared to those it's not that bad yeah so what we're gonna do is um soak them soak their feet in epsom salt and there's like this cream that a lot of people recommend to put on there. We're gonna do that for like two days in a row. And you know, you can bandage it up or whatever. And then after two days, we'll soak it again. And then go ahead and like, you like cut like, there should be a scab or something around, you know, on there. 
Um, but essentially, you just cut out that absent. And, like, a lot of times they, with that cream, they say you can, like, grab it with a tweezer and pull it out. It's like a, it would be like a core. And you just got to get all the core out and then bandage them up. But they say that they, like, even, even if you do the hard way, which is, like, basically surgery on them, you, like, take a scalpel and, like, cut out that whole area. Even if you do that way, they say that they normally heal up in, like, two to three days. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's good. So, and I got my new chicken catching net. Yep. <laughs> we got a so. big net. So, hopefully it'll be easier to catch them because our chickens do not like to be held. Really, they don't like to be caught. It'll be easy to catch them in that run for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Oh, just another not so fun thing about farming, but got to do it. Got to take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely do, and you know, it's the first cases mm -hmm. that we've got, and you know, just we'll just see what happens. We'll just you know see what happens. Mm -hmm. and maybe figure out why it happened and correct that. We'll see. Yeah. Yep. What else is going on? Well, you're doing a lot of stuff in your garden. Yeah, uh, garden is doing phenomenal. We are, like, heading into peak season. Like, I've already started harvesting. We are already up to our elbows and zucchinis and squash. And uh, I've gotten a pretty good bean harvest. I, for some reason, beans just really don't ever do that well for me. We have, like, a big slug and snail problem <laughs> and so the beans always get like the when you plant the bean seed they always get eaten uh so I usually have a terrible germination rate with beans but I planted like a bajillion so we've been eating green beans and cucumbers and I've also finally am getting to the point with my cucumber harvest where I'm going to start pickling uh, I got a fermentation kit for Christmas, I believe from my mom, probably from my mom. Okay. Okay. Nate's honking the horn at his brother. Um, sorry about that. That's pretty distracting. <laughs> um, you made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. My brother asked me if I was home and I said yes and no. He's trying to get the generator today. Oh, okay. But uh, we're obviously going to pick the kids up. Right. Okay. Well, Back anyway. Back to your train of thought. Back to my train of thought, um, I have a fermentation kit thing and I want to try out some fermented pickles. I hear that that's like really, really, really yummy. So I will be doing that hopefully this week. I have a really good little harvest right now and that'll be fun. I'm hoping to stock up our pickle stock, our pickle store, I don't know. More pickles, More pickles. on the menu. We are completely- What about capers? Oh God, no, capers are the worst. Um, yeah, so cucumbers are doing good, squash and zucchini good, tomatoes are doing really well. We don't have any ripe yet, but I think literally any day now they will be getting ripe and I'll have to figure out what to do with all of them. I'm really excited about all the different varieties I have. I have a ton of different varieties, so we'll have to do a bunch of taste tests to narrow down which ones we like. But I mean, it's fun. Like, you don't ever have to commit to one way. Like, some years I just like to focus on, like, two or three varieties that I know do really, really well for me. And then other years, like this year, I like to have, like, a huge variety um, just for fun. Um, and some of them will do well and some of them won't. So, to, this year will be a great tester year. But definitely ramping up, needing to do more work in the garden. I think that's just also why it's been hard. Not many changes, especially, you know, 
when I'm telling a podcast. I know I'm sure it's not very interesting talking about how great my garden's doing, but it, you know, I don't have to do a ton of weeding. I did a really, um, oh, what do you call that method of planting when you plant really close together? Um, I don't know. Uh, high density planting I did high density planting by accident I just kind of planted everything way too close together but it's really prevented a lot of (coughs) weeds and I um, mulch a lot so weeds aren't that big of a deal but all the branches and stuff are growing so fast that I'm kind of falling behind in trellising them up so I have like uh, I don't even know how to describe it but t-posts with um, some welded wire attached to it and then I just tie up the branches onto the welded wire and it's growing so fast that I've really been slacking and even today I went in the garden and some of the branches are like down on the ground which is not good so don't want disease and stuff um, and I know hornworm time I haven't found any hornworms but I know that they're coming any day so I'll need to be out there in the garden every day checking for diseases and bugs and harvesting. So it's about to be a full-time job. Yeah, I know Nick just killed a bunch of hornworms. Yeah. I just hope we don't get squash bugs. Like those are the I know. Worst. I know. I'm sure we will. I mean, it's like inevitable. But no. yeah. We'll see. Well, especially cuz we have so many winter squash and pumpkins i'm i'm loving my pumpkin patch i'm so excited about that it's doing really well there's a lot of pumpkins already growing and they're gonna be ready way too early um but i don't care i'm still really excited about it and i know our kids will be too yeah i mean i it's so hard to like i swear sometimes it's so hard to like have all your vegetables ready at what people think is yeah. the time that they're normally ready yeah like because then it's like you got to plant them later, but then it's like you start them too late. And like, I said, oh, I'm confused. Yeah, it's really hard to keep track of all the different ones. So we just don't and plant them all at the same time and hope for the best. We definitely hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, but the best is happening right yep. now. Yep. Yeah. What else? I mean, I guess this might have to be a short episode because really there's nothing else going on. I mean, we're getting ready for, it'll be uh, chicken day soon. Mm, Yeah, but we still have a couple weeks away. It's not not as far as you think it is. Last week, it was four weeks away, so that means that's three Last week is three and a half weeks away. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, the beginning of July. feels so far away. Yeah. Yeah, It's not that far. We have a lot of uh, navigating. I'm be such a huge batch and our scolder isn't going to be here in time which is a very big problem i mean it is what it is we have other ways to scald we you know we'll, we'll just have to use i know It'll slow, it might slow us down a little bit and it might not slow us down because we're doing so many birds that it's like i have other things to do while you know what i mean like, no i don't understand okay. what you're saying what do you well mean you you're gonna help me to and we're gonna be fine like okay. we can only just we can only scald two at a time. But. Yeah, yeah. So not ideal. <sighs> Fun jumping in head first with this kind of stuff. Well, I ordered that scalder like five months ago, yeah. and it was supposed to get here in May. Yeah, and it did not. No, and then they backed it all the way up. Well, no. So originally it was supposed to come in when I bought it in March, mm-hmm. and then it was backed up until May, and then they just didn't tell me anything, and I didn't get it. And so I emailed them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well now the vendor says mid July." 
And I'm like, cool, thanks for telling me. I know, it's so frustrating. Yeah. So, we'll just do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, yeah. So, stay tuned for that. It'll be okay. alright. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Sorry we haven't really been online much. I still do Instagram, so if you are dying to know about what we're doing, go follow us um, on Instagram. I still post at least every couple days, and especially stories I do every day, so you'll get to see more of the farm. But yeah, just kind of same old, chugging along. That's what happens in the summer. I feel like everything interesting happens more in the other seasons. Well, we and you plan it that way too. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to be. I want to be outside as little as possible yeah. when it's like scorching hot. Yeah. So it's like I literally try to only do animal moves and giving them fresh cold water, and, and that's it. Yeah. You know, throughout the summer. Yeah. Obviously, with chickens, they get harvested every eight weeks. So, every... And we space them out a month because I don't want to butcher every weekend of my life. Yeah, even though so it already feels like So, we just do like one that. butcher date a month right now during the summer. And it's the beginning of the month. So, that's it. All right. That's it. Goodbye.